Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Community Corner today in the Vinyl Draft Online with the ACU of Texas Studio. I'm Brandy Gates with the Galveston Bay Foundation, and here with my two guests, Amanda McLaughlin with Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families, and my colleague, Emily Ford with the Galveston Bay Foundation. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you. So let's talk about nonprofits and uh, in our area and tell me a little bit about what you do with the Bay Area Alliance. Well, the Bay Area Alliance is a community coalition. We've been in existence for just short of about 15 years. Uh, our primary goal is to reduce the incidence of substance abuse in young people in our community. Uh, we do that through medication take backs, which um, we've actually collected just shy of 16,000 pounds of medications wow. uh, for proper disposal just in the Bay Area alone. Um, and then also we address underage drinking, trying to encourage kids to not drink until they're 21, just to avoid some of the legal consequences that come with that sometimes. Um, and uh, just we have a mentoring program that we do with Clearview High School. And it's been a great ride of 15 years of just really serving the community and, and making an, an impact. So yeah. that, that is fantastic. And Emily, um, you know, I know we know each other, but <laughs> the listening audience may not. So tell me a little bit about what you do for Galveston Bay Foundation. Sure. Uh, So I'm their volunteer programs coordinator. So the main thing I do is work with volunteers, get them really hands-on with our programs to preserve and enhance Galveston Bay. So that could involve marsh grass restoration, oyster reef restoration, um, you know, you name it. A lot of the really awesome work that goes on around Galveston Bay. So individuals or corporations can contact you and say they want to come out and do tree planting or oyster reef restoration and or volunteer for bike around the bay kind of things, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We work with kids of all ages, adults, corporate groups like you mentioned. School groups will come out and do work through our education program or they might volunteer with us um, and just even more. We target anyone and everyone who's interested in this line of work. Fantastic. So why don't you, Amanda, tell me how you got involved with them and how long you've been with with the organization. Um, I've been with the Alliance for about seven years. Um, I've run uh, other community coalitions in the state of Texas um, and uh, heard that there was an opening um, for the director of the program and applied, moved my life here to the Bay Area of of, of Houston. And um, yeah, I've really enjoyed my time here. That's fantastic. And Emily, how, how long have you been involved with and how did you get started with the Galveston Bay Foundation? It's been since 2013. And ever since I was a kid, the environment called to me. And I just knew that I was going to do something with either marine mammal work or animals, hands-on work with animals. And as I got older, as I learned more about these professions, um, I really felt very engaged with working with other people and getting them passionate about the environment and getting them engaged and interested and aware. Um, So it's just, it's so much fun and I'm very passionate about it. So I hope that I'm kind of a good leader for all of these folks um, to come out and do the work and do the marsh planting and the reef restoration and things like that. That is amazing. And the the whole thing behind this show is to talk about our local nonprofit organizations in the area and how we support and help one another and can help um, promote the uh, things that are going on for the for the organization so tell me Amanda about some of your upcoming activities or events that y'all have going on probably our next really big event is um, our on the road for a reason it is a, a fun run uh, combined with a car show it'll be our eighth year of the fun run it's the only one that goes over the NASA bypass each year nice. um, so it's kind of fun it's like you know we can pretend that we're the whole country just for a day <laughs> um, and so we have that and then a partner with a car show that we do at the new CCISD Stadium. Um, just a way to, to raise awareness about the Alliance, but also, you know, as you know, as a nonprofit, you know, fundraising is super important. And so it's just a way that we've um, kind of found um, to have a signature event that allows us to, to raise important funds for the for the Alliance. So that's your signature event for the it year? It is, absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. so what other kind of things do y'all, are y'all working on for next um, year? Well, we have uh, medication take-backs we do twice a year. So the last Saturday in April, we already know uh, our next take-back will be um, in a lot of our local law enforcement agencies. Uh, we already have commitments from Kima PD, from Webster PD. We do that at the fire station on Highway 3. Um, League City PD will work with the Harris 
Harris County Constable Precinct 8 folks at their new office off of Diana. Um, we'll be uh, working with Friendswood Police Department, Lakeview Police Department. And we have um, take back set up so people can drive through on a Saturday. Uh, we're usually open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. People don't have to get out of their cars. Somebody oh, wow. meets them at their car. Nice. You um, take your medications, and um, then we partner with uh, the Drug Enforcement Administration. They come, they take them, and they incinerate them. It's great. It's great for the environment. Um, and then it's also really great because then we're ensuring that our kids can't get their hands on something that they could be really dangerous. And so what kind of medications do y'all take We take, take everything. Uh, the only thing that we cannot take at this time, although we're still working on, um, hopefully, we'll have something in place by April for sharps. Um, but we do take liquids. We take over-the-counter. We take prescription. We take pet meds. Um, pretty much you name it. Anything that could be abused. I mean, it's, it's interesting because um, there are medications that have been prescribed to my animals that are highly abused. So, you know, really? making sure that we're kind of cleaning those out because yeah. we don't think about it. And, you know, a lot of times I meet parents and they say, oh, you know, Johnny would never. Well, what about the babysitter? What about the neighbor who comes mm-hmm. over to play? You just don't know. And so instead of leaving out something that could be um, a potential risk, why not dispose of it? Or if you can't lock it up. Right. And it's also people tend to keep things longer than they are. good to use so it's good to like get rid of the expired things absolutely we've had things that people have come by and they've said these are from the 20s i'm like why do you have the 20s and it's clearly i mean you know but i think it's really interesting a lot of it's when you clean out relatives homes and things like that but just providing an avenue because it's very overwhelming Mm -hmm. if you have a loved one who passes away the amount of medications often left behind are incredible Mm -hmm. and so by providing the service to allow someone to easily dispose of those medications um we see a lot of people are pretty grateful for that opportunity so it's set up at excuse me i cannot speak today mainly uh fire stations well it's usually law enforcement enforcement? yes like we don't we don't do any real public locations and so they can be secure um like we do one um in friendswood at hope lutheran church they have a porta cachet Mm -hmm. um so people can drive through but the church is closed so we don't do it in conjunction with a carnival or festival because it's just you know we want it to be very secure these are medications we always have law enforcement present and making sure that every Everything is above board. So how do you get the word out that these days are coming up? What do y'all do? Um, well, we have it on our website. We um, send things out through Clear Creek ISD. Um, we um, have it in all of the local publications, magazines, newspapers, Galveston Daily News. Um, and then just opportunities like this to kind of spread the word and and share and a lot of times people are used to it they call because they know we do april and fall so it usually falls september october dea sets the dates for us so we'll start getting calls by february when's your next take back that's so good so they take the medicine then they destroy it and take care Mm -hmm. of everything so you don't have to worry about it being in the trash and anything like that okay that's fantastic thank you for doing that yeah yeah Emily, tell me a little bit more about what you have coming up with events for the for next year, right? Because yes. we're pretty much done for this year with <laughs> event-wise. Um, but tell me about 2018. Absolutely. Well, spring is a very busy time. Yes. Um, late winter, early spring, uh, even into early summer, we probably have one event a month. Um, starting in February on the 17th, we have the Abandoned Crab Trap Removal Event, and we do that in conjunction with Texas Parks and Wildlife Department because it is part of a 10-day crab trapping closure period uh, that is a state law. And they do that every February, right? Every February. But they set the date and the date kind of changes every year, or is it a certain? It's it's usually right around that time every year. Um, Because it's a 10-day closure, they usually like to pick the very first Saturday of the closure period um, to do facilitated events, and that's where we come in. Um, They'll have dumpsters all around different locations around Galveston Bay and other Texas waterways. And a lot of that information is available online on the TPWD website. Um, And also, um, when it comes to facilitating, we're one of the few groups that does do a local facilitate event. So we'll have um, airboats, we'll have game wardens, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, uh, more state and federal people, usually 80 to 100 some odd volunteers, um, come out and help remove traps from the water. And it's it's really, really cool. We do it in Anahuac and in Bolivar. And so tell people why it's so important to do this. Yeah, absolutely. So there's this um, interesting thing that takes place called ghost fishing. This is this is just one reason. There's a, there's a multitude. But when you leave old nets, crab traps, things like that, when they are left in the water, derelict or intentionally left, even if they're in 
good or bad condition, they can continue to catch and unfortunately kill organisms. Um, key species like the diamondback terrapin, turtle, um, can get caught and trapped mm. and unfortunately drown in these traps. Um, and other species that are ecologically and economically important, like red drum, spotted trout, um, other fish species that are that are really really common can, that can also happen. They can get caught in these traps and drown, and then we have unintentional kills uh, kills that can be avoided. So, um, and they're just they're ugly. They it's are, clutter. Yeah, it's clutter. Um, if you're a boat owner, and some of you out there might be boat owners, you may have experienced this at some point when your outboard motor comes across a derelict trap. Mm. Um, it, it's awful. Your motor just gets destroyed from the ropes and all of the mangled trap mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very expensive to repair and fix. So it's better for the bay to clean those out. Mm-hmm. And so they they set out a time limit in February to do this. And we have events that people can come and volunteer mm-hmm. for and help remove these traps, right? Absolutely. And you have the places set up yet? already Mm -hmm. fort anawak park in anawak texas and stingery restaurant in bolivar so that's fantastic so Mm -hmm. and and what happens if someone's out and they see this if they're boating and they see one and they can they pick it up and turn it in as long as it's during that 10-day closure period um and i don't have the exact dates off the top of my head but again you can go to texas parks and wildlife website and just type in crab trap removal in their search bar and all that information can be made available but yes even if it's a a good trap um all trappers um all permitted trappers are supposed to have all their traps out of the water during that time so if it's a good trap you can still pull it and destroy it oh wow mm-hmm. i did not know it was for the good ones as well so mm-hmm. everybody has to have all traps out of the water yeah. for that 10 days exactly it's it's meant to help um also kind of manage the blue crab populations mm-hmm. um you hear stories people tell of how big blue crabs used to be um, years ago and with all of the fishing that we do and things like that um, we see smaller size crabs they're not having enough time to to reproduce and grow um, to maturity and so by giving this 10-day break um, thousands if not more blue crab lives are saved and they're able to continue to repopulate and have grow a to maturity. healthy stock yeah. yeah have a healthy stock of blue crabs so. that's fantastic mm-hmm. so it's a really a good thing that we're going to be doing and that the state does every year mm-hmm. to help monitor the population um, what else do you have going on Sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know I went into a lot of no, detail no, that was on a that good. one. But I think a lot of people need to know that because, you know, a lot of people yeah. don't know that we actually can do that. And we have about a minute and a half before we go to break. So okay. tell I'll me. To... No, no, don't be sorry. Just tell <laughs> me what's going on with the other things. OK. Uh, Trash Bash, March 24th. This is a, a large scale event that we are a site coordinator for. And we pick up thousands of pounds of trash and recyclables at Armin Bayou. Um, and it's part of the Rivers, Lakes, Bays and Bayous Trash Bash operation. Um, and then on April 21st, we have our Bay Day event. Um, Bay Day is a festival, a celebration of Galveston Bay. It's a free family festival. It takes place at the Kima Boardwalk. And we're really excited that this year it's part of Earth Month. Um, so we are really going to push the Earth message at our Bay Day event. And we invite City of Kima and all the surrounding Clear Lake communities, Houston and beyond, to come and learn about the Bay and really enjoy the experience. That's fantastic. And so we're going to go to a commercial break in about 20 seconds or so. But when we come back, I want to talk more about Bay Day and um, it being one of the signature Earth Month events here in the Clear Lake area when we get back. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today, ladies. And we're going to continue on after our next commercial break. But um, I wanted to say thank you for bringing your messages and um, sharing it with our community. Sure. All right. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We'll be back in a few minutes. What do you get? When you get associated. They're super convenient and super friendly. I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So, get associated. Associated Credit Union of Texas. Lori Coppett. A name you can trust. Lori Coppett. A senior mortgage loan originator with Prime Lending, serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori Why are you saying it like that? Coppett. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori Seriously? Coppett. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit LCOPPOCK.com to get the professional service you need. NMLS number 176539, Equal Housing Lending. Lori Oh, for God's sake. Do you ever wonder how every insurance company seems to boast about having the best rate for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they can all have the best rate? Well, the reality is they're all telling the truth. Kind of. 
You see, each insurance company has a different set of target customers that they're looking for, so each company will have the best rate for someone. The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. It just makes sense. More options means better value. Contact Perfect Policy today. Tucked away in the side streets of Kima, the white exterior of Kima State Company radiates a timeless essence. Behind the doors, a casual yet elegant dining experience welcomes their guests. They make sure your dining experience is nothing but the absolute best. Come in today and see why Kima State Company is your perfect getaway. Kima State Company is located at 707 Bradford Avenue in Kima. Contact them at 281-334-9463. Reservations recommended on weekends. Hi, this is Bertrand McHenry and you're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio. Welcome back to Community Corner. I'm Brandy Gates, and we're in the ACU of Texas studio at Vinyl Draft Online Radio with my guest, Emily Ford from the Galveston Bay Foundation and Amanda McLaughlin with Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today. And we were talking about Bay Day, so I want to go back to that a little bit and tell me more about how this is the signature event in our area for Absolutely. Earth Month. Yeah, so um, it features such a wide variety of partner organizations that have an environmental message. Um, we have live animals that are local animals, so kids and adults can learn about our local wildlife. Um, we have uh, business partners and, and other corporate environmental messaging that they can feature at the event. There's crafts, there's really cool giveaway items, um, it, a lot of educational uh, things that have everything to do with Galveston Bay and so therefore everything to do with the earth and the environment. Um, so it's really just a great way for our local families to spend the day celebrating what makes the earth so important to us, but not just that, our local waterway, Galveston Bay, our, our local environment. Absolutely. It's so much fun for, for children and families, and it's a, it's a good day to be out there and just enjoying um, the weather. Hopefully, we usually have good weather, and knock on wood, for this coming one. But, um, you know, my boys were there last year, and they loved one of the exhibits was to um, – measure your wingspan with your arms straight straight out and it tells you what bird you would be and they still come talk come home talking about that uh, and spend almost a year doing that so i know the kids have a great time and there's a, a scavenger hunt that they can do so a lot of different activities and just a lot of good education that's passed on Absolutely, yeah. I, I ended up being a wild turkey when I had my <laughs> wingspan measured, so I, my name all day was Wild Turkey. Okay, that's funny. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was it was cute, um, and that's our master naturalist group, our local chapter. They are amazing. They always have a great exhibit. Um, but one other thing that's great about Bay Day is uh, our local community can get involved by way of sponsorship as well. It's yeah. a highly sponsorship-driven event. Um, and we have some great sponsors. NRG Energy has been one of our top sponsors for years. Uh, Kima, City of Kima and Kima Boardwalk also um, support that event as well. Um, and then just beyond, so, so many wonderful local sponsors. And they get a chance to exhibit as well at the event and talk to these audiences about um, their environmental messaging or, or whatever messaging is important for their who they represent. And uh, we get over, at, at least last year, the number I received was over 6,000 attendees. Yeah, it's a good yeah. platform for organizations to get involved and show that they care about the environment and, and sponsor the event and help, you know, put it, it takes a lot of money to put events on. So we rely heavily on sponsors and, and donations and um, volunteers, absolutely, for these events. So thank you for sharing that. And um, do you have any other events going on after that that you want to talk about? Yes, one, one more warm weather event yeah. marsh mania and this uh, probably saying this now I'm, I'm sure some members of our audience may know what we're talking about because it's been going on since 1999 there may be some marsh maniacs in our listening audience which would be really exciting mm -hmm. um and this is our biggest large-scale hands-on marsh restoration event um we have hundreds of volunteers come out to different sites around galveston bay and the whole goal is to restore marsh that once existed in the bay because that marsh is important to our our local habitat local environment and they're um, economically important so um, and it's fun you get muddy you get wet you laugh um, we have lunch we have prizes we have t-shirts everyone loves to collect their annual marsh mania t-shirts yes. um, that events on on may 12th this okay. year we, we pushed it a little later um, and currently we're looking at Texas City, the Prairie Preserve is one of our sites to plant, and we'll have a couple others as well that we're still kind of 
assessing for being good marsh mania sites. Um, so for the people who haven't done it, mm-hmm. so explain exactly like what they do. Okay. Um, it's super fun. You, we have these large, super tall stalks of marsh grass called uh, Spartina, um, but most commonly called smooth cord grass. Mm-hmm. And they are in plugs, so it's just like a big muddy ball plug of grass. And um, we work in shallow water close to the shore, and we use this really fun tool called a dibble, heavy orange, bright orange tool that you just stick in the ground and you make a little cone shaped hole in the ground and you just slide that grass the root end of that grass down and kind of pack the sediment in and over time that grass will flourish it'll uh, sprout on its own spread its seeds and it's just such a sturdy stable wonderful grass to use um and again, like I said, you get muddy. We, we have pictures of people with mud up to their <laughs> necks. Uh, some people just get their feet muddy. Yeah. Um, some people are happy to just stand on shore and toss the plugs of grass to their <laughs> right. friends that are out in the mud. But um, it's it's really, really fun. And, and explain a little bit the importance of doing this, like why absolutely. we do marsh grass planting. Um, so over time, um, and anyone can get on Google Earth and see this, you can zoom into almost any shoreline around Galveston Bay, and you can do a history backtrack and and you will see that um there was more shoreline Mm -hmm. there was more real estate um along our shorelines and what's there now and that's due to erosion that's due to subsidence which is the sinking of the land um and a lot of other factors that um, have caused our shoreline to start to slowly disappear and taking with it our marsh that used to be there marsh um houses a lot of seafood that we eat Mm -hmm. um when they're babies the shrimp the fish the crabs they begin their lives in a marsh habitat and that marsh protects them and so our ability to have seafood on our plate is much in thanks to the marsh um it's it's beautiful too people love to see the marsh they Mm -hmm. love to wake up in the morning and see the sun coming up over the marsh um shorebirds tons of birds um also utilize the marsh and the coastal texas is one of the most popular birding places in the country because of the number of birds that migrate to and from our marsh areas um, and the birds that reside in that area i mean it's it's wonderful so nature tourism um recreational fishing um and then you know actual like industrial fishing things like that all depend on our marshes so it's a triple win it's good for mm-hmm. the environment it's good for you know habitat it's good for us for for economics and so thank you so yeah. that I, I just wanted people to know like if you haven't experienced it or seen it or know why or what we do that for that that's the reason why we do it we need to continue these living shoreline activities right absolutely so during the break we were talking and amanda you were telling an interesting story about like one of the examples of why y'all do the medication take back Mm because could you share that with the listening audience yeah i was just um she had mentioned that she had a, a relative pass away and and oftentimes you know um there are lots of medications left over, and so she had watched a, a nurse and a, and a police officer dispose of the medications. And I shared about when my grandmother lived with me, um, hospice tends to, it, for very good reasons, gives you a lot of medications up front so that you're not having to call at the last minute mm-hmm. to make your loved one feel um, comfortable. comfortable in those last days. And so um, sometimes if the process um, is faster, then you have a lot of medications left over. Right. And uh, so the nurse that was on duty with us disposed of a couple of medications, but she left me with three boxes of fentanyl patches, which were a lifesaver for my grandmother because mm. it ensured that she had no pain. But um, the challenge became um, what to do with it. Um, so thankfully, I worked for the Alliance and was able to, to dispose of it. But fentanyl patches, um, they seem innocuous, right? It's just mm-hmm. a patch you put on, transdermal, no big deal. Um, but we had a young man in Kingwood uh, several years ago um, who was dared in a Taco Bell by his mm-hmm. friends to drink the contents of the patch. And uh, he never woke up. And he was a, he was a senior in high school. He had, his parents received his senior pictures like after he passed away. Oh um, but he never woke up. And I think that, you know, getting the message out that those medications even if you have to hold on to them till you can figure out how to dispose of them don't just leave them for everybody who may come through the home you know because you're cleaning out homes sometimes you have family over visiting things like that and and if you have someone who you know a young person who just thinks oh this would be fun this would 
they they just don't understand. They just don't know. So, they don't understand. Yeah, yeah that it's uh, you know this was f- you know a forever impacting mm-hmm. moment. It wasn't a a, a joke or a, a stunt. It was it was lethal. Yes, education is the key. So it's up to the parents and the grandparents to realize you know medication is important, um, but you need to keep an eye out on it and lock it Absolutely. up and keep it safe. And then when it's no longer needed, to dispose of it. Yes, and so that's why you know we do these. Um, events twice a year which is awesome we like I said almost 16,000 pounds of medications Um, but sometimes you need to dispose of medications in between then so recently we received a grant to purchase these pouches Um, they're disposal pouches Um, we have some that hold up to 90 pills Um, so you um, put your medications in there add warm water uh, you kind of shake it up and it neutralizes the drug making it ineffective and then also make the whole bag is biodegradable so we're not damaging the environment. So, um, you know, it's a really great tool. We have them at the Alliance. So anyone listening can call us. Um, our number is 281-284-0370. Um, and we'd be happy to mail them to you or meet, meet up with you uh, to make sure that you get what you need in order to, to dispose of those medications. So once they do that and they neutralize it, then it's throw okay. It in the garbage. They throw it in the garbage. Isn't that amazing? That's wow. great. So That's it amazing. is a patent pending process, um, but one that we feel is a great um alternative if people can't get to uh uh take back to one of those two two events a year absolutely yeah yeah. that's amazing yeah thank y'all for doing that it's just such a good community service and we appreciate it yeah (laughs) i know a lot of parents listening appreciate that yeah and a lot of people just have it and they just don't know what to do with it so getting that message out there that there are options to dispose of it correctly is so important so thank you for doing that as well and do you have any other upcoming events in 2018 that y'all are working on or Um, anything we can do to help promote those are big things um we have something that we do um year round Mm -hmm. we have a program um it's sort of multifaceted um but we're one of nine pilot projects in the state of texas to do a project um focused on the Texas Healthy Adolescent Initiative. Um, And so we started something called SALSA. It stands for Student Adult Leadership Service Alliance. And it is youth partnering with adults. They have equal voice and they're reaching their community um, to target substance abuse prevention, um, some of the stigmas related to mental health, and the transition to adulthood. Mm-hmm. And so we're always uh, recruiting for adults to participate. We do this particular um, project at Clearview High School. And uh, right now we have 28 students. It's been remarkable. We're in year four of a four-year project. Um, It has been remarkable to see the transformation some of our young people who never dreamed that there were adults who didn't have to listen to them, you know, Mm -hmm. who weren't family, who really cared about what they had to say. And um, we've seen amazing things come from this. We had four of our students actually invited to participate in a conference at Texas Children's Hospital earlier this year to talk about um, the impact that this project has made in their lives and and how it's helped shape their their view of the future. And so... um, if there's you know anyone listening that thinks that maybe they want to work with some really amazing high school kids, um, that's a great opportunity. If you're a little low on time, we also do something as we focus on that transition to adulthood piece. Mm-hmm. We started a project called Circle of Care. We meet with students. Uh, we'll meet by the time the year is over. We will have met with every senior at Clearview High School um, to talk about their plans for the future. We talk about transportation, housing, education, finances. Um, some kids, you know don't have a a photo ID. So as simple as trying to help them through that process or help them through the FAFSA or helping them um, sort of budget out what it would cost to move out and live on their own. Real life. Real life Mm -hmm. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the number one thing we have is kids say, hey, I'm moving out, I'm getting my own place. June 2nd, here I go, as soon as they graduate, right? (laughs) Okay, great, so. How are you gonna pay for it? How are you gonna pay for it, (laughs) you know? And so they go, okay, so you have the money saved up for a deposit, that's amazing. A deposit? What's a deposit? You know, so it's just talking through all of those little specifics. Um, So we do that. um, It's a 30-minute circle. We do it uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday of um, just about every week. But if you're interested, you could also call our office. We have uh, one little orientation, but it's a 30-minute commitment. And you could do one in January and another one in February. So there's not you're not committing to do a certain number of them. But we just like to see a community adults who've yeah. lived life, who have that wisdom to share. And it's really made an impact on our students because they're kind of blown away. These people who aren't paid to be with them right. are there and interested and care about their futures. And it, 
helps just prepare that Absolutely. generation for, for the real world and what they need to do. Because it's tough out yeah, there. <laughs> it's tough out there. It really is. Okay, we're going to go to commercial break in a few minutes, a few seconds, and so we'll continue this conversation when we get back. Thank you all so much for joining us today. You can't stop time, but you can reverse the aging process. Get ready for one of Houston's most innovative in cutting-edge medical spas that everyone's talking about. Kay McCunis's Beautiful Anti-Aging Skincare Studio is your one-stop for everything you need to look great now. Botox, fillers, hydrofacials, and weight loss. Looking younger was never so easy. Call Kay now for your personal consultation, 713-269-5372. There may not be such a thing as a time machine, but at iCryo, their machines can help you feel better, look better, and may even help you feel younger. See what everyone is raving about and how cryotherapy may be right for you. Five locations to serve you. Call Kyle today at 832-474-3653 and find out what iCryo can do for you. Hey, this is Doug with Clear Lake Today, and you're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio. The Clothes Horse Boutique. Find out why they're one of the hottest boutiques in the Bay Area. Located in the beautiful League City Historic District, the Clothes Horse Boutique. 281-332-2383. Stop by today and find out why they were just voted the best ladies boutique in the Bay Area. The Clothes Horse Boutique. What do you get? When you get associated. They're super convenient and super friendly. I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So, get associated! Associated Credit Union of Texas. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market better than the back of his hand? John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. How's this weekend for you? Simply contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens. Gary Green, the real estate agent invested in you. And we're back with Community Corner at the, in the ACU of Texas um, studio on Vinyl Draft Radio online. And so thank you for joining us. I'm with Amanda McLaughlin with the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families and Emily Ford with the Galveston Bay Foundation. Ladies, it's been an amazing time so far talking with you. And we were talking about your upcoming event, Amanda, that you were going to tell me a little bit more about with the sponsorship opportunities. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, our fun run and uh, car show, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, when you are a nonprofit, things just don't work without sponsorships. And so as this is our signature event, our big event of the year, uh, we're always looking for sponsors. Um, so we actually have a website very specific Perfect. to our event, and it is on the road for a reason. And so there you can register a car. You can, there's the link to register if you want to run or walk. Um, But there's also a link for information um, on sponsorships. And so we have tons of opportunities for sponsorships, for bag drops, for um, vendor tables. uh, If you want to come out and join us either at the run or um, at the car show. Um, But it does take the community to kind of make it happen and and to support the Alliance. Uh, We're supported um, in part um, by federal and state grants. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of those, as I'm sure you understand, since this is all about nonprofits, um, many grants come with match requirements. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a grant and they say, we'll give you $100,000, say, but we want 5% match. So great. But you still have to come up with that cash match to make sure that you can get that. And so it's great. It's a great leverage for the community mm-hmm. because it's bringing in $100,000 that you would not have otherwise had. But you have to raise the but other funds. But you have to raise the other <laughs> funds. And so it's, I think, if you live outside the nonprofit world, it's hard to understand that. Mm-hmm. And so that's constant. Y'all may face this as well. Mm-hmm. 
you know, yeah, trying to explain that, that <laughs> the importance of we want this money, but we need some support from the community in order to be able to bring that money into our community. Um, so that's why we do a lot of fundraising that we do. Right. And the Galveston Bay Foundation does that through memberships. We have members yes. that mm-hmm. join it. So how do you how do we y'all have do memberships, that? too? Okay. Um, and we don't have to pay to be a member of the alliance um, because memberships are actually a requirement for one of our grants. But we do have membership opportunities. Um, in fact, um, our board just um, this year implemented a new uh, strategy and so we have um, some special sponsorships that are um, the heart hand and soul of the Alliance but it is those sponsorships for a few hundred dollars a year that enable us to do more to be able to leverage those funds that we get from the state um, to really be able to provide like it allowed us to expand from three medication take backs to six medication take backs right. you know so it's allowing us to cover more of our community um, and we're ensuring that more kids um, are safer, that, that our community and as a whole is a safer place for our young people because they're going to be our leaders. They're going to be our next leaders of nonprofits, but they're also going to be our next business leaders and our next political leaders. And so trying to make sure that our community is wrapping around them to help them make good choices and be, and be raised healthy. Absolutely. Because we don't want them to be derailed, right. you know, on their way to bright features. I mean, we working with kids is my favorite part about my job. Mm-hmm. And we have amazing kids who have changed my life who have taught me so much but if i can do something to keep them on the right path to become the leader that i believe they can be then i think that that's that's our role and right? that's part of your legacy that you leave behind is right. helping them be the best that they can be and i think that's not just a legacy for those of us that work in nonprofits. Right. it's the that's whole a legacy. community everybody has a responsibility yeah absolutely <laughs> so tell me about the sponsorship what do you need for your event so um we have for our event we have all kinds of sponsorships um they start at a hundred dollars and go all the way up to twenty five hundred dollars um but it's the opportunity to um to support the Alliance through this event. Um, through that, you can get anything from free run registrations, car registrations, tables at the events, lots of shout outs on social media, sign to the event, things like that. So there are just tons of opportunities. Um, we're so grateful that we have had such a, a supportive community um, behind this project so that it's been able to grow. So we're in our eighth year. Um, but you know, there's always room for growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me the website again that they need to go to. So it is on the road for a reason.net. And then our actual Alliance website is ccisd.net backslash Alliance. So we are actually part of Clear Creek ISD. They are our fiscal agent for our grants. We also have our own 501c3. It's a crazy situation. We love being part of the district because it allows us to impact more students. Um, but it's um, it's sort of a unique situation that we're a 501c3 of our own, but we also are part of the district. It's just, again, everyone working together absolutely, to help, right? Absolutely, <laughs> to make an impact. Uh, to make an impact. Now, Emily, tell me, what we were talking about with Amanda reminded me of Run for a Reason that we're doing in January. Oh, so yeah. you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so the Chevron Houston Marathon, a Ramco Half Marathon, is a, a large marathon event. I think they get over 35,000 runners. Uh, it takes place in January. I believe it's January 14th. Um, and they have a Run for a Reason charitable giving campaign. And so organizations like ours that are embedded in that campaign have the opportunity to recruit runners and have those runners fundraise for us, um, fundraise for the Galveston Bay Foundation, and just promote Galveston Bay Foundation during their run. We've got some really cute swag for all the runners. I'm really excited about headbands and uh, sunglasses and hats and all kinds of other stuff. But um, it's it gives us an opportunity to raise some funds specifically for volunteer programs. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, our volunteers play such a key role in all the work that we do. It's so much of the positive change for Galveston Bay couldn't happen without them. And uh, part of having volunteers is giving them the support they need, the the water they need to drink, um, the food that they need to eat, um, and, and anything else that's important for them to do the job well, enjoy the work, um, and just have a good experience. So. Um, it's it's really run for reasons a really really awesome event i know that they've uh, closed registration for runners for the 2018 run Mm -hmm. um but of course they'll be recruiting um more runners for the 2019 event um and that that kicks off as soon as the as soon as it uh, ends right as soon as the 2018 (laughs) event is over you can start registering for 2019 so uh, we certainly encourage anyone out there who loves to run running groups um you know any any of you guys that are looking for uh 
great marathon to be part of but also do some really great give back to the your local environment this is you can um, sign up with the Galveston Bay Foundation and do a little bit of fundraising for us and it's a great awareness um, Mm -hmm. that many that big of an audience for the marathon and the half or MCO half marathon it's a great awareness opportunity for every nonprofit that's involved in that so if they want to they can't be involved for this year for 2018 but for 2019 should they contact you yeah they can contact me directly to get more information um also the houston marathon uh, website has information on when they're opening registration um, and things like that Um, but since um I'm very nicely embedded in how they operate everything on their end. Um, I can easily answer questions and help provide dates and and help get people on board and give them fundraising tips and anything else that that they need to have a successful run and fundraising experience. So if someone wants to get involved and be become a volunteer or sure. either individually or from a corporate standpoint, how how do they contact you? What's the best easiest way for them to get in touch with you? So currently, um, most folks communicate via email. That's mm-hmm. probably the number one way um, that I talk to folks one-on-one, especially since we do so much one-on-one uh, with our volunteers. We do have a lot of these community events where we have masses of volunteers come out for a one-day activity. But uh, when it comes to working with corporate groups, individuals, uh, special organizations, student groups, things like that, um, we basically just talk via email back and forth, try to determine what activity is best fit for what they're looking for time of year what's available what is our need on our end Mm -hmm. um, our greatest need when it comes to these activities Um, and then we just kind of have a wonderful day planned for for them so they can go on the galveston bay foundation's website Mm -hmm. which is www.galvbay.org so Mm -hmm. that's g-a-l-v like victor b-a-y dot org and they can click on volunteer Mm -hmm. and then your contact information is there right as well okay perfect so tell me about um how some of the corporations can get involved and maybe do some team building activities with us yeah okay so that that's been growing over the past couple years and it's been really exciting because we have had wonderful corporate groups come out with groups of as small as 10 to as groups as big as 60 or 80 or more people. Um, And they'll come out and have their own special private experience with our foundation that focuses on hands-on restoration. The two most popular of those are marsh grass planting events. And my favorite personally is the oyster reef restoration activity. Um, And most corporate groups have participated in that one. Um, So again, I work with them one-on-one email communication, phone call. I've had phone meetings with corporate groups um, to go over details. We can make it as big or as small as seen fit for the group. Um, And the corporate groups also do sponsor these work days. Um, And that helps to just boost its success and make it even more memorable for the corporate group participants as well. A lot of these corporations, they really liked for the experience to be very meaningful, Mm -hmm. very impactful, and and just really, really good for their employees. So we work together um, on on all levels to basically just make a great day for them. And you really, there's nothing better team building wise than getting muddy with your coworkers and building reef and tell everyone what the importance of the oyster reef rebuilding is oh absolutely um after today this audience is going to know more about oysters they ever thought they'd know i know um just in this few minutes um but oyster reef restoration is important for rebuilding habitat and doing it in a natural way Mm -hmm. Um, we have oyster reefs in galveston bay and many of the oysters that we eat here locally during the Uh, harvesting seasons that's where they come from from many of our restaurants and what's really neat is it's part of this big program called oyster shell recycling Mm -hmm. and so participating restaurants um, will save their oyster shells Um, so we know when they serve a dozen oysters to somebody they'll we actually give them special canisters to put all those oyster shells in and we have a team that picks up those shells from the restaurants and we have these sites where these shells cure for six months or more in the sun, piles and piles and tons and tons of oyster shell. And then once we have an oyster reef restoration project going, we take all that shell and bring it to the restoration worksite. And our volunteers will bag the shell in these special mesh bags. And they're usually about 30, 40 pounds each. And then those bags are kind of stacked like sandbags in a very strategic way out in the water. Um, which creates the initial natural structure that wild oysters, the babies that kind of float around in the water, they will find that hard structure, they will fasten to it, 
they will grow into a hard structure oyster um, with the soft body of the oyster inside the shell. And then over time, it just becomes a living oyster reef. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's so, so cool. And and we're putting those shells right back in the bay, right where they came from. Um, so they, they go right back into the environment they grew in in the first place. Um, so they're important for habitat. Again, lots of fish will feed around those um, reefs. Um, also for shoreline protection, they act as breakwaters. Um, so they reduce the wave impact on our shorelines. So that in turn helps save the marshes. It's such a nice... Thing, thing to see when you're done when you're done building you're done planting just to, to turn around and see look what we did today look what we accomplished look what we helped save so it's really good and a really fun team building activity so i think uh, a lot of companies may be contacting you to hopefully yeah. do oh, that i hope next so year. i hope so you don't have to have big strong muscles to do it there's there's an activity for everyone but it is really really fun it's really cool leon how are we doing on time are we okay one minute okay so we have one more minute before we go to break and um so i just wanted to say thank you again that is just a great opportunity so they can go to the galveston bay foundation's website to contact mm -hmm. you for that and amanda they can go to your foundation's website or uh, yeah. nonprofit organization's website to to contact you for sponsorship opportunities yes, absolutely that is amazing now other than that one that you're doing that you need sponsors for you have other uh, opportunities for sponsorship as well right yeah just well membership levels membership so just levels. like you were okay. talking about yeah absolutely and um, the bonus is we, um, like I said, we've kind of expanded a little bit on that and um, um, just providing new avenues for people to get involved. Wonderful. Well, we're going to take another commercial break and then we'll be back in a few minutes to wrap up the show. Thank you, guys. Are you tired of shaving, tweezing, and waxing that unwanted hair? Well, guess what? Houston Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery has advanced and affordable laser hair removal. We can treat your chin, upper lip, legs, underarms, bikini, and more, and it won't grow back. So throw away those razors that make your eyes water because there's a faster way to groom your way to gorgeous. Call us today. 281-282-9555 or online at myhprs.com. Say goodbye to unwanted hair for good. Hey, this is Bren Carden, Miss Kima Teen USA 2017, and you're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio. There's no one else like you. You are individually designed, so shouldn't your nutrition be designed just for you? Learn how to customize your life with ID Life. Go to myidlifetoday.com and find out how to live the life you want now. Myidlifetoday.com. Your smile is one of the first things people notice about you. Are you happy with your smile or do you try to hide it? Thanks to Dr. Derek Teakin and his amazing staff, I love my smile. Don't put off fixing what you deserve. Beautiful teeth for a new beautiful smile. Come by and see what options are available for you. Free consultations from Dr. Teakin at Teakin Smiles. Call 281-334-4944 or look them up at TeakinSmiles.com. It's Adam Smasher for Clear Lake Today. Look, when I'm looking to find a business, a service, or a place to eat in the Clear Lake and Bay Area, first place I look, clearlaketoday.com. All the info I need can be found easily on clearlaketoday.com. If you're looking to find a business, you need to check clearlaketoday.com first. If you own a business in the Clear Lake area, you need to make sure your business information is on clearlaketoday.com. To make sure your business news, coupons, videos, and more can be found on clearlaketoday.com. Contact Doug Meisinger by emailing Doug at clearlaketoday.com. What do you get? When you get associated. They're super convenient and super friendly. I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So, get associated! Associated Credit Union of Texas. Lori Copy. A name you can trust. Lori Copy. A senior mortgage loan originator with Prime Lending, serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori Why are you saying it like that? Copy. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori Seriously? Copy. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit lcoppock.com to get the professional service you need. NMLS number 176539, Equal Housing Lending. Lori Copy. Oh, for God's sake. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Community Corner. I'm here with Emily Ford with the Galveston Bay Foundation and Amanda McLaughlin with the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families. And Amanda, before we went to break, you were telling me about your membership and your meetings. So please, please tell us a little bit more about that. Well, as a community coalition, you know, the goal is to bring people together who have a common desire to see the community a safer place for our young people. So we meet once a month um, at the Webster Civic Center. Um, we usually have people who sponsor the meal. So it's a lunchtime. We meet from 1130 to 1230 we do it that way people don't feel like oh now I have to go find something to eat so unless you're super picky um, we try not to do too many sandwiches but try to do some fun things Um, and it provides an hour we get to meet we get to talk about what the Alliance is doing sometimes we have a speaker come in and talk about something that's new um, provide some new information but also provide you an opportunity to kind of network with other people who are kind of like-minded and and through that we see change happen because that's how we get the word out about medication take backs that's how we talk about things like our salsa program and we recruit because our young people come to our meetings and so you you know there's a good possibility you're going to have a young person at your table who's part of salsa and you get to talk to them about their hopes and dreams and you go oh you know I think I like these kids. And so it it makes it good for our young people because they get the chance to interact with adults that they know, but also some that they don't. And then it also gives adults the opportunity to, to see some really amazing kids um, who are really kind of stretching themselves, mm-hmm. putting themselves in this situation, and they love it. I mean, the kids, they're devastated if they're not chosen to go to oh. the meeting that month. You know, it's, it's really a big deal, so... So there's a lot of takeaway for both both parties involved. So we generally meet the fourth Thursday of the month. So we'll be the fourth Thursday of January. We'll be at the Civic Center from 1130 to 1230. Again, if you have any questions, you can um, reach out to us at our phone number, which is 281-284-0370, or our website is ccisd.net backslash alliance. Do they need to RSVP for the meeting? Can they show up? We like that. I mean, you know, if somebody shows up, it does, absolutely, because you never want to have too much or too little, but uh, we try to make sure that we're always prepared. So, And if you're interested in sponsoring a lunch, you know, we always have those opportunities as well. And it's as it was listed on your calendar on your yes, website. Yes, everything is Perfect. on our website. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. So Emily, before the break or during the break, we were talking about Earth Day and how people can exhibit and how our um, Earth Day event is uh, our Bay Day event is one of the top local area Earth Month events. And so um, and they're going over all over Houston. But tell me how people can get involved if you want to exhibit at the the event. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we definitely. Um, want to have as many exhibitors at the event as we can fit. Um, it is the Kima Boardwalk, so we are a little space limited, but um, the opportunity to exhibit at this event is free for nonprofits uh, and government groups. Um, private groups, we have a small fee for the space. Uh, businesses, it's a small fee. Um, we encourage anyone who wants to exhibit to have an environmental message of some kind um, that has any, something to do with, with their work, what they do. Um, but we would certainly love to call out to our local community. Uh, you know, we've had Girl Scout troops do beautiful booths about, you know, beachcombing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd encourage Boy Scout troops to come if there's a special project that they want to feature, an environmental project that they've done, and have an exhibit space. We would love to have them. Uh, any other kinds of community groups um, or organizations that, that want to spread their message. It's a really wonderful opportunity. I mean, your, your audience is very large. There's people there enjoying the boardwalk anyway. And as they funnel through the boardwalk, they get a chance to go to your exhibit and see what you have going on. And there's so many kids. I mean, if, if you've got file cabinets full of coloring pages at your organization, <laughs> this is a great chance to hand those out. Um, it really, really is a wonderful opportunity. So I hope that uh, folks who are interested in exhibiting or would like more information would contact me. Um, my email's best. It's eford, E-F-O-R-D at galvebay.org and that's g-a-l-v as in victor b as in boy a-y.org um, and i'd be happy to give them all the information they need give them an application form and answer any other questions they may have yeah and we were talking during the break how it would be a good fit for both of yeah. your organizations yeah. to work together because it helps the environment when they right. dispose of the medicines Absolutely. properly right in yes. the pags so um there are all kinds of opportunities so if you do have an environmental message it's a great um, event to get involved with and you want to definitely contact Emily and hopefully come out and exhibit during Bay Day and, and have a great um, Earth Month and get your message out there. 6,000 attendees last year so that's a pretty good oh, pretty good sure. group that's to be in front of. One of our biggest. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit more. So you have your meetings Amanda and then they can go online and get um, 
more information, but what is the core need right now? What do you need right now that would help your organization the most? Well, I think probably for just about any (laughs) nonprofit, (laughs) the answer um, is always going to be time and treasure. So it's you know, it's definitely the funds to support what we do to continue to be sustainable. Um, and then it's also the investment of time, yeah. uh, the people that kind of make it happen. So people who are interested in volunteering to help make On the Road for a Reason successful, uh, people who are interested in, in helping us by getting the word out about the medication um, disposal bags or the take backs or people who just want to work with our young people mm-hmm. then want to be part of Salsa. So um, I think that those are the two primary needs you know, time and, and time treasure. and treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. works for everybody, right? Yeah. So, Emily, we were talking about Bike Around the Bay, our Bike Around the Bay event that goes every October. It's the 20th and 21st of 2018. Mm-hmm. So we just had ours last year, um, this past October. Um, but tell me more about how corporations and people can get involved in a volunteer standpoint. Yeah, it's it's a really great opportunity for corporations and volunteers. Um, the ride is two days long. Mm-hmm. So it's an incredibly long ride mileage-wise. Um, I think it's somewhere around 170, 170 miles in two days miles. around the entire bay. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a long ride, and so along that route we have break points. Um, you, it's about six break points each day, and these are places where the cyclists stop to refuel. Um, and most of those break points are hosted by corporate sponsors for mm-hmm. the bike around the bay event. Um, and so they get this opportunity to share their corporate image and wear their corporate t-shirts and really help make this event successful, but also um, show off your, your group um, and get an opportunity to you know hand out food to the cyclists, water, and make it your own. Make the breakpoint fun. Um, bring noisemakers or bells and whistles and whatever else you like, music if you'd like. Um, you know, it's, it's really, really exciting uh, for corporate groups. And then individual volunteers as well. We have volunteer opportunities at the start and finish line um other locations along the route leading up to the event we have packet stuffing um after the event we have (laughs) breakdown tasks i think we have about 300 or more volunteers that that work on this event at at, you know any given time it's it's really really a big one and it's a very large endeavor we've been doing this 11 years and we have between 1400 and 1500 registered riders each year that um, sign up to do this event and so it's a great opportunity not only to give back to the community but to have your corporate image and um, brand out there as well and and to support your fellow local community people and it's just a lot of fun and um, I know a lot of the corporate groups come back and tell me at the end of the day they can't wait to do it next year and that they have so much fun cheering the cyclists on and seeing them finish and and just having a great time oh yeah they do they have a lot of fun do you have any other events you want to talk about that are coming up or that you need support for um, well, going back again, Marsh Mania and Bay Day would probably be the two biggest um, when it comes to sponsorship. They are very much sponsorship-driven events. We are able to do as much work for our Bay at those events as we have the funds to do so. Um, and so the the greater the support, the more marsh grass we can plant. Um, and also, too, just something fun for the corporate groups out there, especially for Marsh Mania, um, you, know, you can actually have some tangible ownership of – one of the areas that's being planted like we we create a sign that we can put at the planting site that says this planting sponsored by you know so and so and this is something that lasts for years and years and years you see the grass thrive um a great example is pine gully park mm-hmm. seabrook yes um if anyone's been to pine gully park they've seen how much the grass has flourished out there and that's all a result of marsh mania activities and corporate involvement and sponsorship activities as well and trash bash i mean after yes. harvey we're still cleaning. Oh boy. Yeah, 7,000 pounds already collected and that's before Trash Bash event um, mm-hmm. when it comes to Harvey. But yes, that's another big one. Um, sponsors can sponsor directly through Rivers, Lakes, uh, Bays and Bayous Trash Bash. Um, and then we do get local support sponsorship wise specifically for Arm and Bayou site. Um, but absolutely they can contact me, um, eford at galfbay.org for that event, any other events that we have going on. There's definitely opportunities. And if the corporations um, or groups want to get together and just do some kind of beach cleaning or um, or cleanup event, they can mm-hmm. contact you for that. It doesn't yep. have to be specifically for Trash Bash, right? Correct, yeah. Um, I mean, we like I said, we talk. We try to determine what's the best fit um, based on our needs, time of year, their interests, and, and we have a great activity for them. 
That's amazing. Thank you so much. I just wanted to say we have about a minute left in the show, and I just wanted to say that thank you so much, ladies, for coming on um, on the show today and for telling us more about what each of your organizations do um, and what you have a need for. Like you said, time and treasure. It's really what every nonprofit needs in the area. And if you've heard something today that um, is calling to you to work with one of these organizations, please definitely contact these wonderful ladies and uh, get involved in any way that you can. Uh, either by volunteering time or being a sponsor for an event. And again, I just wanted to say thank you and please contact the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families and the Galveston Bay Foundation and make sure that you can help out if you can. We'd love to have your support. And I just wanted to say again, thank you for joining us um, today on Community Corner. And we are in the ACU of Texas uh, studio on Vinyl Draft Radio Online. And we look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Bubba Shrimp Palace sets the standard for seafood in the Clear Lake and Galveston Bay area. With locations in San Leon and League City, Bubba Shrimp Palace offers a welcoming atmosphere and the freshest seafood available. And don't forget, Bubba Shrimp Palace is the home of the world-famous Jimmy Walker sauce. Join us on Galveston Bay at 113 6th Street in sunny San Leon or on I-45 at 352 Gulf Freeway North in League City.